you are now tuned in to the Alright Talk Show with me, your host, Shane Trainer, where we talk all things business, health, money, mindset, and everything in between. So crank up the volume, sit back and relax, and enjoy the show. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Oric Talk Show. I'd like to welcome Amrit Dinar of AD Coaching. Amrit supports individuals with realisation and fulfilment within their lives, enabling them to live their lives to their full potential and essentially become unstoppable. So I'm really interested to get into this one. Amrit, thank you so much for joining me on the show. How are you doing? I'm great, Shane. How are you? And thank you so much for having me on here too. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure and I am very well also. Thank you very much for asking. So yeah, I'd just like to start off with uh, for people that don't know who you are, give us like a 10,000 foot overview of, of who you are and what you do. Yeah, I am a certified um, Jay Shetty life coach. Um, my company is AD Coaching and I work with um, driven individuals um, who do feel a little bit stuck in their lives, where, where they are right now, right? But um, we all go through this. So um, people that reach out to me that may want to find um, a bit more clarity or accountability, a little bit more um, help with time planning or purpose. So yeah, we just kind of unpack various topics. And sometimes clients will come to me um, with like a particular topic in mind, but it can go completely different ways. So that's what I do now. Um, and before that, I was a graphic designer for many, many, many years. Um, really enjoyed it, but yep, on a different path now. Um, and I'm just such a keen traveler as well. That's something that's really close to my heart. And yeah, um, yeah love it. <laughs> that's something we've got in common, isn't it? We're quite keen travelers, aren't we? Definitely. Yeah. Can't yeah. wait to do more now. <laughs> yeah. So. Like, likewise. And so how did you go from being a graphic designer then to being a life coach? Because that's obviously completely different shift it is and I think it's been happening over a number of years and actually I was a graphic designer for many many years did my design degree and then um, I went traveling and actually I think at that point a good few years ago I was feeling like I, I, I want to change and just being away talking to different people you know different cultures um, traditions different languages just realized that I, I just love being around people and just seeing people doing really well and learning about others and listening to them. So I think naturally me working in front of a computer screen um, and just sort of not really having to talk to people all day, I was like, yeah, this just wasn't aligned to my values. Was keep going, you know, just making it work. But um, from that, so then obviously the traveling um, sort of, yeah, just, it was just absolutely unbelievable. And then I actually came back to doing design um, and then I just came into the, to this point and actually I helped my clients with this as well, just feeling a little bit demotivated, not really loving what I do or feeling passionate about what I do anymore and just seeing, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? And, you know, just love giving back as much as I can. So I think just naturally, as I was coming to the end of my corporate career at my own, like my design business, um, I started researching and it was over COVID actually. And mm this course popped up and I thought you know what let me give it a go I've got nothing to lose did it in the evenings and I just felt even more energized like even after a day's work and just from when I finished work till the evenings just had this new burst of energy working through the course doing the practice sessions and yeah I'm just loving it absolutely loving it now yeah that's awesome and I feel like yeah 
it's it's great that you you found something else that you love because you loved your previous job and how often do people get to say that they they leave something that they love to go into something else that they love you know yeah like the, yeah. that's really good and I, I wanted to ask you actually a bit about sort of um when people come to you and they're looking for let's say they're they're trying to find their passion or let's say their purpose in life um how do you approach that sort of thing when people come to you without like say, oh, well, I'm stuck. Um, I don't really know what I want to do or how to do it or where to go. Is there a sort of basis you start from? Yeah, definitely. And, and that's something that we would discuss on our first initial discovery call, which is like completely, you know, it's complimentary. Um, and just to see where the client is right now and where they want to go. And that's sort of the basis of coaching. Um, but also just understanding each individual's level of self-awareness as well. Um, and through asking a series of questions, just getting more of a holistic overview of where my client is in different areas of their life. So whether it's um, health, education, career, spirituality, um, money, you know, sort of all those different categories. And actually we start off with looking at that initially and then seeing where the big gaps are in in a client's life and and see if that's where they want to prioritize their life so there are there's a process there's stages to go through and and sometimes with the coaching because I'll approach it in a way that you know it's non non-judgmental I'm listening to the client and and that's something that I've trained and you, you really work on but also picking up just on what the client's saying because actually they may come to you with something in mind but you could go a completely different way. So each session is is different. Yeah, yeah, no, that's very interesting. And because for me personally, I found it a very long time before I found out sort of what I wanted to do. I've, I've been through it twice, actually. Um, and then sometimes you do something and you think that's what you want to do, but actually it's not. It's kind of like you convince yourself of that. And I feel like there's only like, a certain number of people probably on this planet um or people in privileged positions like people in, in the uk let's say that um they don't even want to try or they they know they, they they probably want to do something else but they just and they'll complain and they'll complain and they complain but they never actually want to explore other opportunities like with me like i've tried all sorts uh i guess from acting all the way to djing to doing like property development now and it's just yeah. it's so all over the shop and I guess do you find that so when you're listening to a, a client then do you try and pick up things and then maybe ask them the questions to say what do you think about doing that or have you explored that further um like what's your hobbies do you try and dive deep into that sort of thing yeah yeah definitely and like you said when someone is a bit stuck and not sure of their purpose definitely looking at what they've enjoyed doing in the past what has brought them happiness and also watching that body language and seeing if what they say actually matches you know their their composure because um having a video call is so essential just to yeah. sort of get the whole overview um and yeah definitely seeing if um, if what they've explored in the past is what you know they want to do but I, I'm with you Shane I think life's all about just trying experimenting just giving things a go um, you know if we're not pleased with where we're at then 
that there's no harm in trying something else. And I have got a series of um, exercises that are related to finding your passion and purpose. And, and it's not, it's not something that I work with every client because it, you know, some clients don't need that. And actually they, we, when we get to some of the root causes that there's like aha moments and, and then naturally the client may start figuring out what they want to do and may not necessarily need to go through these exercises, but um, it is a common um, yeah, common topic that we we talk about, and and I think it's natural for us to want to evolve and change what we do. And I guess yeah, no, definitely. And I think there's there's quite a few things where people like let's say for instance, I'm just going to throw out a scenario here where people will like I don't know watch someone skiing on the TV as a sport or something, or watch a film where the film where people are skiing and be like oh well I could never do that, and. Like who's to say that you, like you can't like I think that's I've read into positive self-image and negative self-image and it's like the negative self-image you will essentially just label what's untrue and you'll say something like well I could never be I could never be a skier because I'm not athletic I'm not a sports person and then you could easily say to them no you don't have to be a sports person there's you can go to a ski resort and get lessons from absolute uh beginner levels and yeah like that person go oh really i didn't even know that existed and i guess it's just exploring that and just flipping it round and 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 just i guess just yeah ex- it, that's that's the key word i think here is is exploring what what you want what you want to do or if you think you can't do so what like what why can't you ask be self-aware which i only discovered about myself a couple of weeks ago as as through one of your calls actually um and yeah just try new things I suppose and um yeah you have to don't you totally and I yeah I'm always a firm believer in that I think um you know life yes you know sometimes we need to be serious and get stuff Mm -hmm. done but actually if we can find that balance of having a bit of fun a bit of adventure that they're my values actually like I really like to encapsulate that as much as possible like on a daily basis because yeah when we are living aligned to our values then things just flow much easier but I think you're right just exploring playing um you know I I'm trying to get more into the gym now and I've got this amazing gym family Mm. um and I'd never put anything up of me going to the gym and my friends are always putting stuff up. And, and actually that's when I hear, usually I'm like, yep, yeah, give it a go, give it a go. But at the gym, that's where I'm like, okay, I can hear sometimes that I need to be pushed or my slightly negative self-talk or, you know, my, one of my friends is like, you can, yeah. you, can pick, you know, push this higher weight. I'm like, I can't. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Don't try and feel defeated already. So, and actually, yeah, it's, um, you just you just realize how powerful our mind is to almost convince us to do things and not to do things as well so um yeah yeah yes but it's so easy to talk yourself out of stuff isn't it and just to come up with um like uh d ludlow's event that we went i went to in cardiff um it was like he called it bullshit excuses we tell ourselves bullshit excuses and they are like you know i've, I've done it in the we all do it even now we all do it um if we don't actually want to do something but we know we should and just like you said with you know with going in the gym um and something i think it's uh is it david goggins have you heard of that guy yeah, yeah, um, yeah. i think he was obviously he was he's a marine so he's like got the mindset like you know oh. mad mindset and yeah. i think he said like you can like 
what you think you can do, you can actually do like 40% more of than what you think you can do. And that goes to like weightlifting. Um, well, I guess anything you do in life, really. And I was like, well, that's, that's actually quite true if you really put your mind to it. Totally. I've read, I've listened to that book, Can't Hurt Me. And oh that's my God, it had, yeah, it had me on the edge of my seat. And you're so right. His, at times when his body's like completely, pretty much battered, right? It's just broken. But he still, yeah, don't want to give the book away, but he still yeah. like, pushes his pushes limits through. and it's just crazy yeah. yeah i don't like to give yeah i don't want to give things away <laughs> just, yeah spoiler alert yeah great great book. <laughs> yeah. so uh definitely yeah. go and check that one out so okay so what would you suggest to someone if um so they've, they've got a purpose great they're, they're they're going through it they're they're enjoying what they're doing um and they did that thing but then all of a sudden just one day something clicked and then they no longer felt that purpose was was relevant. Uh, I know that's quite, um, I guess, a very unique sort of situation. And I'm, there's no, I guess, there's no right or wrong answer I'm mm-hmm. expecting from you here. But yeah. how would you personally approach that? Like from someone who's got a purpose, wakes up one morning and goes, "Well, I don't feel that that was my purpose anymore. I need a new one." I would definitely sort of encourage, just find out the reasons why. They don't literally digging as deep as possible as to why they feel like that about their current, um, you know, what they did find passionate and what they did think there was their purpose. And then really explore what they're really excited about um, and, and also allow them to visualize where they could go with this new opportunity. Um, and also basically it's just asking a series of questions yeah to keep getting them to see how that yeah. would look how it would feel um and and it's and again it's almost like me holding up a mirror and and reflecting yeah. what my client is saying because also yeah just sort of reinforcing like why they didn't they don't enjoy the other thing anymore so that they can hear it back and, yeah. and if it really resonates they'll be like yeah actually because sometimes we don't really hear what we're saying um and occasionally you know I will um relay what my client has said yeah. just just to just to see if that actually sits and if if I've heard it correctly as well because this is one thing that's really important like for me and I'm still you know still working on it it's always a work in progress but don't assume that yeah. you know what the client wants and don't make the judgments because really just come with a blank canvas. And, and if someone is really wanting to explore something new, encourage them, but also kind of go on that journey with them and, and point out um, potential blind spots that may come up. So it's me sort of picking out these words that might come out naturally, but we're not aware of it when, you know, when, when we're saying it or the client's saying it. So yeah. yeah, I think that's you pretty much hit the nail on the head there, actually, uh, with, yeah, it's almost like where you hold a mirror in front of them and you're asking them questions and they're sort of, they're almost, um, yeah, the questions that they're answering, but they're answering back to themselves. And then once, I think once you talk something out, you have realisation moments and that's when you have to talk, like sometimes it's difficult to talk to yourself like in a room on your own unless you're talking to someone and if you mirror what they say like I know we, like we've had a couple of calls and you've mirrored sort of what I've said and then I've answered that and I've almost answered my own questions 
and it's a Definitely. great it's a great tactic to explore what we're thinking or what we're thinking deep down on a different level. And I think you're right. What you said, digging deeper is is key, but it's how it's how to dig deep. That's can be the difficult part sometimes. But mirroring is a great tool. Mirroring is used in negotiation too, and it you know you can really help that mirroring technique. Yeah. No, totally. And you're right. And that digging deep isn't that easy. You have to build that trust with your client initially yeah. and, and giving that space. Because I think when I first started in coaching, just the the silences, you want to fill them, right? Yeah, and, yeah, like, we do that actually, as humans. <laughs> yeah, we do. But actually just kind of stepping back because that silence could literally be three or four seconds. You know, I, I don't have to feel that. And it, and it gives the client time to reflect. But but you're right. It's um, yeah, it's mm. that mirroring. Um, and also what I'm actually working on more now is and I did a course recently, but using my my intuition. So not assuming, but actually really trying to feel yeah. like, you know, and it's hard to explain because I'm still learning about this, but really kind of going with yeah just just the feelings that I'm yeah. getting as well from my clients so yeah um yeah and like think, the really like putting yourself in their shoes like is it yeah. like heightened empathy almost yeah. let's call it yeah yeah mm, that's interesting yeah yeah because I guess if you can almost feel what they feel you can be in tune with their thoughts and help them even further can't you totally mm. because this is it about uh, coaching it's about self-discovery so you know I'm, I might yeah. just like it, it my coach actually um, mentioned to me you know pretend you're in um, the passenger seat I'm the coach in the passenger seat my yeah. client in the driving seat and I'm literally guiding my yeah. client and, and it's yeah. an equal relationship and I'm just pointing out little blind spots on the way and just yeah. helping it's like yeah, so. you're the the rally driver's instructor yeah. that goes yeah. with the clipboard and exactly. the directions. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that analogy. Cool. Okay. So my next question for you is everyone 100% has a unique ability for something. How can someone unlock that? Or again, uh, I guess from what we've already talked about, is it just going back to asking the right questions and exploring because abilities like I guess goes you know like there's passion and there's abilities sometimes they go hand in hand but sometimes my ability to lift weights could be different to my ability to let's say produce music but does that make sense yeah like, is no, that a similar does. sort of yeah I and, and it's hard right because it could be that yeah. you could be a lot later on in life and then you unlock your potential or yeah. your passion um and I, I just think it's just a journey we you know years ago I thought graphic design was my like what I was going to do for the rest of my life I think I had it written in my record of achievement as well but but things change we change we grow and we evolve so I I, I also agree with you I think we all have unique abilities and passions um, and again I think that word play exploration and and actually sometimes just not overthinking things and not worrying so much about what other people will say um but it's hard to do that because we yeah. all have commitments we all have you know like bills to pay and all of this and and not everyone has that luxury to to do that but um yeah i, I keep going back to that word exploration really 
yeah yeah it, it, it's so true i guess i guess yeah one of the key takeaways from this whole episode so far is explore 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 and just keep trying new things just say yes and uh, which kind of brings me on to my next thing actually was uh anxiety um i believe everyone has it um on the planet personally my opinion um but it's how we deal with it um that matters um so but what what is anxiety for you like what would you like well, how would you describe anxiety i mean have you had anxiety in the past and i'm guessing your some of your clients probably have anxiety too or yeah. have been through it yeah and i think you're right i think um everyone goes through it i think we wouldn't be honest if we mm. we didn't you know we didn't admit that um yeah a lot of my clients do um but it's again just about kind of finding what what's the cause of it is it a form of potentially procrastination you know sometimes we feel a bit anxious on tasks if it's task related on things we don't really want to tackle or we keep putting off uh, so for me personally um what would I say that I feel yeah because I think with me like anxiety it happens more when it's related to some of my problems property projects yeah. and if it's like it may be like a building issue or working with contractors or a tenant issue that might come up because you know you feel like you've kind of done done the work but then something else might pop up or something else might pop up and I think I just feel it slight like yeah. in my heart like it just kind of beats yeah. a bit faster or I'm like oh I don't really fancy dealing with this today so um yeah I think I think we all feel it yeah. And I think, again, it's about talking about it. Sometimes, you know, some people might feel it more than others. And I think if we let it grow and fester and let things just get on top of us, then um, it can grow. Um, but yeah, there, there's certain things that definitely I'm like, oh, like I just feel it. You know, I don't yeah. know if I can admit it, but you just feel it. So yeah, it's just little spurts. So like for me, it's as ridiculous as as it sounds. And I'm happy to share this with people. Um, like I used to be really bad for anxiety, uh, which led to like two panic attacks at two separate times or oh, anxiety attacks, of course, anxiety attacks. Um, and that's, uh, but even now I don't, I haven't had anything bad for years, but even now I might have the odd little thing that I know straight away, uh, it's anxiety, but I'm going to ignore it because I know how to deal with it now through years of, of being tortured and letting it torture me for anxiety because I went through CBT and all those CBT uh, cognitive behavior therapy for anyone does that doesn't know what that is. Um, CBT helped me to get to a certain point. Um, and then I had to work on it myself, try different techniques, read books and that sort of thing. And I think, I don't think anxiety will ever go away. It's how you deal with the situation and control it. So I might get a little bit of anxiety and no word of a lie, just by going in the canteen when all the lads are there and you know, uh, just from like, what are they thinking? What they're going to say? Are they going to call me an office wanker? Excuse my French. Uh, just <laughs> little silly things I don't care about. But my anxiety is like, oh, Shane, they're going to say things behind your back while you're putting your food in the microwave. You know, like silly things like that. And it sounds, sounds so ridiculous. But I have them every now and again still. Little yeah. bits of anxiety that eat up in me. But like, I don't let it control me. And I think it's anxiety now more than ever. Um, 
used to be quite, I feel like it used to be quite frowned upon, like, oh, because anxiety, we'll just do this and you'll sort you sort yourself out and, you know, become a bit of a, a buzzword. But, I, you know, I genuinely like talking about it because I've, I've been through it and I know how to deal with it. And I encourage anybody, if you've got anxiety or you suffer with it, just, I guess, re- reach out, reach out to me or yourself and, um, or just talk to somebody that understands it. Totally. I think, like you said, just talking about it, just having that release, because our minds can go crazy, right? We all have a different amount of self-talk or how how busy our minds are. And, and you're right, sometimes just letting it out, speaking it out to even a friend, it, it can be anyone that you really trust. Um, and, and someone just as a sounding board, yeah. just to listen to, that's already sort of a, a weight off, um, you know, your your mind, your shoulders. But I totally agree with you. I think, um, yeah, it's so important just mm. to. It is, and I. Uh, what 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 do you think with anxiety and depression? Do they go hand in hand? Are they two different things? Um, can you have one without the other? What's your thoughts with those them two together? That's quite a tough question, and I, I wouldn't even say that. Um, like you know, I'm not like medically trained, um, so for me. Think, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to say anything sort of that's not like that might be out of line sure. or anything. But, but yeah. um, yeah, I, I get, I, I, I guess they do go a little bit hand in hand, and mm. um, and and I, I guess you know if someone is suffering with like say depression, um, that is something that I'll make sort of aware that um, you know, most likely to it's better for them to seek medical advice um it's not yeah. something that um because obviously with coaching it's more like forward thinking and yeah we we get to the root cause but if mm. um if, if there is something more um that, that I wouldn't be able to sort of deal with or um help or support the client with then um yeah I wouldn't I would yeah. I'd be completely honest as well because yeah. I wouldn't want to give the wrong sort of support but yeah, yeah I think they do go hand in hand and, and I to be honest I, I think Shane I've got probably a lot more to learn about it as well so um yeah, yeah. no that, that's that's a great honest answer and um yeah I just think it goes hand in hand with people going through stuff like business owners and uh people that want to do well and and obviously all everybody really they go go through it in in, in different spurts and I just wanted to personally get your take on it because you know we're both uh, you and I are, I'd like to say, we're quite creative people, we're travellers, and it's, you know, I guess just wanted to, yeah, get essentially your, your opinion on it. Um, yeah. But yeah, talk us through then um, some of the stages of AD coaching. So once you, you know, you've had a consultation with the client, uh, what are the next sort of stages? Obviously, it's, um, is it six six weeks, eight weeks programme you've got? Yeah, I have an eight weeks program um and it's fortnightly calls um but yeah the discovery call is so um it's just so important just to see if myself and the client if we're a right fit for each other and what I offer if if that's exactly what the client is looking for and actually I think it's only until you go into the calls will you know that you're actually sort of getting something from you know from it Um, but really it's it's almost like I come to each call with a blank canvas. There's yeah. definitely stages. There's definitely some uh, processes that I am I have in place that we go through. Um, and if I feel like 
we want to do more of those we will if, if I feel like you know the client's moving in the right direction then it's about so basically the first stage would be self-awareness and and see how that's going um and then it's slowly about those digging digging deeper and when the client is focusing on certain habits and goals that they want to achieve it's about building those into their everyday routine so there's lots of stages um, when I was learning on my course it's like the ABCs of coaching so there's yeah. so many different steps but it's not about rushing the client through them everyone's yeah. at a different stage um different path um and yeah you just meet the client where they are and just take it from there but definitely you have lots of tools and techniques um but it is actually usually sometimes the most powerful calls are when a client comes in sort of with something on their mind we'll start yeah. unpacking it um and then it'll just go in a different completely different direction um yeah and yeah it's just it's just beautiful I absolutely love it it's just yeah yeah and yeah I, I definitely feel that they they do help a lot uh so as I've mentioned a few times during this episode you and I have had have had some some calls uh, on a separate note and uh, it's definitely helped me for sure um so firstly yeah thanks for doing a great job um oh, you're welcome <laughs> and uh, yeah I think one of the key things that I learned from yourself uh that I am self-aware because I like we did one of the exercises which I don't want to give too much away on, on it um yeah I became or I found out that I was self-aware as as well as a, a couple of other things and it is like I think the self-discovery calls definitely work and you know I guess I think one of the more important things to go in you know if, if people have a call with yourself or any coach for that matter is just you've got to be open-minded haven't you definitely definitely yeah yeah open-minded and where the calls like you know yourself Shane just trusting me and you're you're an open book right I love it just yeah. that honesty that trust um and and you're just willing to share as much as, as possible and and that's actually the best way um it just allows us to have like for me to pick up words and and like you mentioned actually a word I didn't use um earlier was like triggers you know oh, yeah. when we, we've all got yeah. triggers that yeah. um, like we were saying about anxiety actually earlier we've all got triggers that there'll be something that kind of like gives us that feeling so um yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah absolutely spot on cool so um just coming towards the final few questions of the show. Now, if you're a traditional listener of the show, you'll know that I ask three sort of random quick fire questions. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get them quick fired. So okay. these are three random questions, uh, just for a bit of fun. So, okay, question one: What's the worst food you've ever tasted? The worst food. Um, oh, I had something in the Philippines. It was. It was like this, like fertilized, like duck egg. Uh, um, yeah, it's like a delicacy. But I had to try it. It wasn't yeah, tasty. Local all. stuff. Yeah. You know what? I, yeah. You know what? When 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 writing that question out, I had a feeling it was going to be somewhere from Southeast Asia. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. Like yeah. What was the name of that fruit that just absolutely stank? And it was oh. like you, they were banned from like public transport because they yeah. smelled so bad. Um, durian. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah. something on the lines of that. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I never tried. I just couldn't stand the smell. I, I don't even yeah. know how people could eat one. Let alone. I think it was actually smell. tasty, but it stung. Yeah, it stung. I heard it yeah. was. <laughs> yes. 
so weird. Okay, cool. Question two. If money was no object and you could do anything or go anywhere, what would you do and where would you go? Um, I would continue traveling the world um, because my list is endless. Um, so I would literally, I think where I, I'd love to, to go to Mon Mongolia actually that's one of um of the places I'd love to try awesome. but then from there I just like try and travel to as many places as possible and actually with my coaching I'd love to just continue that and just empower local communities um provide tools um that's something that's really close to my heart so it would be in this space and working yeah. with local communities so love definitely that. yeah no, that's great I think you're well on your way to do that anyway so oh, uh, yeah that, that'd be awesome cool final question if you could go and revisit and see something in history before you were born what would it be oh that's an amazing question Shane <laughs> um you know what the first thing that came to my mind was Machu Picchu so I think I'd love oh, yeah. to see how the, the how that was built that's a great because, answer yeah just because it's absolutely breathtaking and and stunning but so like scientifically advanced for that that time and how the agriculture you know oh there's, there's so much from there that I was just amazed by and you just think wow like just how intelligent and smart everyone was yeah. you know all that time. and even just yeah it was just beautiful so yeah I'd love to see how that was built like the Mayan um, ruins yeah. that definitely beats mine um, because I, I had in my mind when I was writing that question, I'd just like to go back and see the wave the Titanic off. Oh, <laughs> not in like a way, but 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 not knowing it was going to sink, just seeing no. it in all its glory. Like I love, I love, like I'm just fascinated by Titanic. That's a really random thing, and uh, no. my partner's like, "Why are you so fascinated by the Titanic?" I don't know. It was just a cool ship back in the day. <laughs> I'm not even into ships. I just like the Titanic. It's weird. I don't know. So random. There you go. Fun fact, folks. That is. That is. <laughs> no, Machu Picchu. Yeah, that's a great answer. Okay, brilliant. How can people get in touch with you if they want to either just reach out or you know get some coaching? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so I'm on Instagram, so you can follow me on Amrit Denoa underscore Coaching, um, and just reach out, drop me a, a DM. Um, I also have a website. So it's amritdenoa.com and um, there's a book, a call button on there. So you can check my Calendly link and we can have a discovery call. But I'm always open to having conversations. Yeah. Um, absolutely, honestly, absolutely love what I do. And I just can't wait to like continue this. Um, and yeah, just working on building um, my own program as well at the moment. So just super excited. <laughs> Spot on. Yeah, that's perfect. And I'm... Um, I'm going to put the the links to your websites and the book a call link in the show notes. So yeah, just oh, feel free to, to to reach out to Amrit. Amrit, you've been an absolute superb guest. Thank you so much for coming on the show, and uh, thank you for for talking with me. Thank you so much, Jane. Like it's been an absolute pleasure, and really like it means a lot that you you know that you reached out to me. So thank you. No problem. Well, thanks for coming on. That's been the All Right Talk Show. I'll be back soon with another guest i never say next week because sometimes we go a couple of weeks without so uh <laughs> yeah that's been the all right talk show ciao for now